Welcome to another episode of Awkward Asian Girls Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Crystal. And today's episode is actually really part two of the Thanksgiving episode. Um, last episode, we said that was going to be part two, but we got carried away and it turned into a whole episode in itself. And we didn't want to give you to our episode, so <laughs> here is part two of the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. Thanks for waiting. (laughs) Enjoy. Enjoy. (laughs) Hello. Good evening. My name is Harlan Flynn. So I'm one of, uh, you know, the friends of Soju Poppy and the Awkward Asian Girls. Ooh, love this intro. And so the question I'll be answering first and foremost would be, how has failure or apparent failure set you up for for later success? Do you have a favorite failure of yours? And when I think about this question, um, I think about, you know, the major that I decided to go forward. Um, Back in high school, I was very into speech and debate, um, very gung-ho about that. And so, you know, coming out of high school, I was like, I'm gonna be a con major, fuck yeah, you know? I fucking love, you know, talking, um, acting, and like just being in front of people. Commager would be, you know, the the right route for me. But that really kind of screwed me because I didn't realize that, you know, being a commager, it kind of hindered you into finding what you can do in the future. You know, it's not like a very great uh, uh, major to, to partake in. You know, it's very, very broad. So it wasn't really specific for you to really find a great job and to you know be successful in life. Um, I really enjoyed math in, in high school. So I was like, you know, one of my biggest regrets is not, you know, doing something that kind of would help me in the future. So that is one of my biggest, I think, regret, one of my, I would say, apparent failure uh, in my life. But what I learned from it is, you know, you gotta make the most out of the decisions you make. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, now, You know, I enjoy what I'm doing, good at what I'm doing. And I think that has taught me to adapt to, you know, your surroundings um, and not really be so hard on yourself as to what you did for yourself. Yeah. So yeah. (laughs) So yeah. What's funny is that I, in, in what, I, what I'm trying to do, or like when I look for jobs for like event coordinating or whatever, mm-hmm. anything around my field, their requirements is like a com oh, major really? graduate, uh-huh. which is funny. That's why you're like, I know com is like a really it's uh, very broad, broad, so broad, broad, uh-huh. broad major. Uh-huh. So in my mind, it's like, oh, you have a lot of opportunities if you're a comm major because it's so broad. Mm-hmm. But then for you, it's like, oh, it's like, I, it's like very limited because it's so broad. Like, like it's not straightforward for yeah. you to go from graduating to a job because it's so broad because you don't know what yeah. you want to do with comm. Yeah, there's I too think, many choices. Yeah, maybe. too many choices, and I think anxiety for us Asians. I think growing up, you know, your it's Asian parents are always like. Mm-hmm. You know, be a lawyer, be an accountant, you know, those are very straightforward jobs and the majors that you take would really guide you there. But, you know, being Asian and going that calm route, you know, I've always been criticized, I guess, by my family members, by my dad, like, what do you want to do with your life as a calm major? I'm like, I don't know. I I did public speaking. I, I enjoy speaking. I enjoy, you know, talking in front of people. But, you know, I wanted to be a broadcaster. I really liked, um you know, talking in front of people and performing, but I didn't like to, you know, I just didn't put in the work for it. You know, as a broadcaster, you have to really build a portfolio and, yeah. you know, join, join like the, uh, the uh, radio team, you know, at Cal State Long Beach. So I didn't do that to be where I want to be. Cause I guess that's not where my passion was, I guess. So, but yeah, I mean, you just got to adapt to, to the decisions you, that you make and, and really make the most out of it. Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> the other two questions, I don't know. I haven't bought anything under $100. I haven't really bought anything in general. Just 
No, my, my, my karaoke machine was like $150. Not even, no. You just got to be responsible now. And you can't spend mindlessly on things. I'm like, sure. Oh, no, it's and the question kidding. is, what thing under? But the thing is, it is things that are under a hundred dollars. It's just like you do tend to get rid of them because <laughs> they're not high quality. So it is a difficult question. That's why it was asked. Because <laughs> it's kind of hard. Wait, hold on. How did this question turn into the hard question? <laughs> I thought that was the easy question. Not not bougie. I think. <laughs> We're just, you know, we're just responsible now. Um, we got, yeah, we just got to think about what's important to us. Like, I have property tax due next week. <laughs> so I can't be mindlessly spending shit on yeah. stuff. Even though I bought a karaoke machine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, my name is Gabriel. De Castro, but you can call me Gabe De Castro, and I'm here to answer some questions. The first question is, I'm not going to say the question, but I'm going to answer the question. Yes. So, uh, what I like and appreciate about my partner doing to me is when they're gentle, when they make sure I'm enjoying. Hmm. <laughs> uh, when they make sure I'm enjoying and that I'm okay with whatever they want to do instead of just forcing me right. to do. Um, consent. Consent. Especially when is when is behind. That is extra consent. Double consent. <laughs> because normally. Because normally behind doesn't do anything. Yeah. Because where you experience the most pleasure, or where you're more more often, I like giving pleasure. Yeah. So if my partner wants to do something that will give him pleasure, we can talk about it. But I don't like when people force me to do things just because they want to do things. Right. So yes. So it's pretty much yeah. It's like I don't know how to explain that. That's a very I feel like when people assume a dominant position, they assume that they don't have to ask if this is okay, but they should. They should. They always should. <clears throat> it's for me, I personally don't like going all the way with extreme people or they're like, I just do this oh, or yeah. I just do that. Don't ask me to do anything else. I personally don't. So they're not versatile, like they, they don't... I appreciate when it's a little yeah. more. It doesn't have to be in the middle. You but like I just don't like the zero or the hundred. Yeah. You know, the like the power... Can I say words, everything? Yeah, sure. Yeah. The power bottoms <laughs> or the power tops. I don't... I, I, it's just not for me. I like when people try things that they don't know or they don't understand they're more open. I like people they're open yeah. yes that's what I appreciate more yes um yeah so that's my first question so what is the second question the second question was what purchased under a hundred okay let's go to the third first okay. and then I go okay, back the to the other failure or apparent failure yeah what failure or apparent failure has set you up for later success okay do you have a failure Favorite failure of yours? I do actually. Okay, so question number three. I do have a favorite failure, which it was, which it is, when I was fired from the region back in 2018, which was a job that I really, really liked it, um, that fucked me up in the head a little bit, as in, I'm not good enough for it, I'm not good enough for this you know, the music industry and all that. So that fucked me up for a little bit. That's why I left that industry to do something else. Um, but that failure got me where I am today, which is moving to Denver to do exactly what I was doing at the region, a little more with 
the same bosses that I what? had at the region. Yeah. Shut up. They're the one that called me. Yeah, they called me. I was like, you have to move here. Were you mad? That, like, were you... You were obviously bitter right after. Oh, one, I, yeah. I, I've been bitter so since then. how are you open to accepting a job from the same people then? Because it was the owner, not oh, the not general people. managers. Okay, okay. The owner is the one that's like, he got to go. You know, whatever he did, that's it. He can't go back to it. Um... And those two general managers, the ones that fired me, they cried firing me because like, that's nothing I can do about it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And they cried. I didn't cry, but they did. And I was just like, well, what the fuck's happening here? And they're the ones that called me to get this job that I have now in Denver. Whoa. Like, and now yeah. you're so much stronger because you went through. Exactly. Yeah. In, uh, and I learned from my mistake because yeah. I, I made a mistake. It wasn't... I didn't get fired because, oh, he just got fired. You know, I did make a mistake. Uh-huh. So, it was it was a fair thing that happened. Um, but, yeah, so I think that's, now I wasn't, but now I am proud of whatever happened. Because maybe if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have the chance that I have now of, you know, running a club and running a restaurant and running a brewery and all that stuff. Yeah. The good stuff that is happening in my life right now. I so, feel like it was a big struggle for you then too. I remember the time you were. Yeah. It was just hard for you, and you've really struggled from then up until now. But one hundred percent, because that's what I, that's what I know how to do. You know, that's my profession. I know how to do this. And you loved it. Yeah. It was, know, and I was there. I would choose to go to work instead of hanging out with friends. You, you guys know that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how much I loved it. And that just... What the fuck just happened? That's crazy. It is crazy. And, you know, that, that literally, they fucked me up. So that's why I stayed out of it for, what, two years, maybe? A long time. Yeah, long you, time, yeah. You did so years. many other jobs in between yeah. that were totally out of the profession. and 100%. You know, I manage a fucking bookstore. Who the fuck does that? Yeah, I mean, it's a good book store, though. Some people do that. When I was managing the sunglass store, they called me to work at Coachella. And I was like four months in working at the the, the sunglass hut. And I was like, oh my god, that's amazing. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give you like here like a month. You know, I'm I'm leaving in a month because I'm going to do some cool stuff. And that was it. So I manage a sunglass hut store. I manage a Tashin bookstore at the Grove, which mm-hmm. is a super cool bookstore. Wait, yeah, I know that bookstore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a German bookstore. Yeah. It's amazing. But I love the product, but I don't like managing that product and the people yeah. around. It's not for me. The cool thing was you thrived in all yeah. of the things that you did yeah. within managing. But it's nice to see you like in your, element. you know, your element, yeah. which is music, yeah, people, events. Oh, definitely, yeah. No, that, that was, um, I think that was the main point that I moved to Denver. Yeah. Because if it was, I would, I wouldn't move if it wasn't for something that I love, I guess. But working there with people that I worked before that know what I'm capable of, I was just like, you know what? It kind, it felt good when they called me. I was in Brazil when they called me at the airport, flying back to LA. And they called me, I was like, mm, you wanna move to Denver? I was like, no, absolutely not. Well, that is this going on, that is that going on. I was like, mm, maybe, why not? You had a lot of, a lot of, a lot of hesitation. A lot. And a lot of, you know, you had to leave all of your friends, that which was were the main your point. family. Exactly. And we all talked about LA. it, yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, it took me, well, I've been in LA, I was in LA for 16 years, and it took me a good 10, 12 years to find a family, you know, a friend, friend, group of friends that I can call family, which is all of you guys. And when I got that offer, I was like, wait a minute, is it worth it? Because it took me fucking forever yeah. to build what I have now, mm-hmm. you know, and I went, I've been through fucking shit to get where I am, you know. To leave that and start from zero? Hmm. Should I do it? No. Will I do it? Sure. You know, I mean, like, you, you've done it once. 
Exactly. You know, I've done it once and it's right there. It's two hours flight. I've been there for less than two months and this is my second time in LA. Visiting. You know, so like, why not? So like, what the fuck? That's why it's like, okay. And I talked to all of them. They happily supported me. Because it's an amazing opportunity. Yeah. We yeah. want to go to Denver. Yes. Oh <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crystal just wants to see the, no, right? the, to the Jonas Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> yeah. At the Red Rocks. At the Rod Rocks. Oh my God, I wasn't there. Why the fuck I wasn't there? No, i No. But it's nice to see you, like, I mean, not to actually see you, but to hear you, like, in your element yeah. and to hear the stories of you. Thank you. Like, I appreciate really that. Thriving and just really happy. Thank you. I mean, you I have really... your success here with yeah. your friends, family, but you, there's that one part of you that you know you would be, it's st- it was still an open book. And so you have to, yeah. like, yeah. go for it. And, and I had so to remind tiring. myself that I was always the super adventurous person mm-hmm. that would go for things, you know, like, is that a chance that I'm going to break my face? Sure. <laughs> you know, but why not? Then I can always come back to what I was before, mm-hmm. what it was before. And that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm, 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 I'm happy that I have support and I, I think I chose the right thing for now. I think, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think going out of your comfort zone is always the right choice 100% and I'm learning so fucking much because that city is so slow so I'm learning how to be nice again because <laughs> I have to I got there in such a LA mood of like let's go let's go, let's go. Yeah. and people were like huh I'm so sorry yeah. and they were like apologize for nothing I'm like oh no I'm so sorry that, that's how it was it happened multiple times but yeah so no, I think it's really brave of you because there's not, like, me personally, it's, I think it would be really difficult for me to pick up on my life yeah. and, like, move somewhere. I know, like, Lauren definitely has, and Crystal, you have as well. So I, I and then you obviously yeah. have Gabe, but I can't imagine doing that. And it's really cool to see you guys, like, doing that and, yeah. and to live that life. So it's really admirable. And I did think about that, you know, when the chance, the opportunity came to me. I thought about you guys, you know, that you moved to Vegas, that you moved to Vegas and you moved back and all that, you know, and Jericho mm-hmm. uh, yeah, moving yeah. all the way to go to school and coming back. Yeah. I was like, you know, it's doable. Yeah. People, they don't, they're not going to forget about you, you they're know, if you move. I think, yeah. Yeah. I think it's easier when you have such a good life. Yeah. Like some people run away from a terrible life and I feel like that makes it harder when you keep moving and like running away. But when you are so supported, yeah, it just makes it so much easier. Oh, 100%, 100%. And that's why I chose to talk to almost everybody, you know, because I didn't want to have too many opinions because that would drive me insane. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, like, this is what's happening. What do you guys think? You know, and I had the same freaking answer from everybody. It was like, fucking go. Just go. I don't even think We're I gonna be here. People. I think no, I just said, oh, yeah. I'm going. I was so scared. <laughs> I was just like, I'm going. I was so scared because it took me so long to build. Yeah, you. This. I mean. Yeah. Because of this motherfucker here. Yeah. <laughs> next guest. Yeah. The next, the next guest. Stay tuned after this sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll be right back with a better, well-spoken. <laughs> yeah, subscribe to their Patreon. God. <laughs> But Aww. yeah, that that's um, I'm happy with what's happening. We're really I'm proud happy. of you. Yes. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate Glad that. Glad that you're thriving thank and doing you. well. Thank you. Thank you. It. Thank God for cheap flights from Denver. I know. Fifty-seven dollars round trip. Hello. Round trip. Cheaper than a freaking what? gallon of yes. gas. One hundred percent. Yeah. Wait, how about going to Denver? It depends on the time that you go. Literally. I think it's kind of because. Frontier is from Denver. Oh yeah, what? dude, right. that is right. you know That's Frontier is from Denver. Yeah. Chipotle is from Denver. Kedoba is from Denver. <laughs> Wells Fargo is from Denver. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> what? Wow, wow. so much Denver oh, no. history. And I'm like, what is this? Pride already. <laughs> I know, like, I don't know. Like, this is already a date of I'm surprised you didn't come here in a jersey. We don't even know what's from LA. Broncos jersey. Do we even know what's from LA? 
I can't. I can't. Other than teams. No, but you know, I, I was just telling Christian because people in in Denver, in Colorado, in general, they don't really like people from Los Angeles. Of course. They don't. They not like. No they're not gonna likes, tell you that, no like but you can feel it a little bit. Yeah. They're like, oh, Los Angeles. Yeah, no one likes you know. LA if you're not yeah. in LA. And but you know what I do? You know what I do? I would wear like a Lakers shirt and a Dodgers hat and a jacket that says Los Angeles. And I would just They'll go just everywhere. Just think you're a tourist. Like you're here. Yeah, I'm just like, hello. You know, I'm like, I'm here to make a fucking statement. Yeah. Like, like me. I'm from LA, bitch. <laughs> That's it. I don't even say that I'm from Brazil unless they ask because of the accent. It's like, where are you from? LA. That's it. Mm. Simple. <laughs> Honey, I don't even hear your accent anymore. Oh, you're used to it, yeah. I know. But there, they're like, what? You're not white? <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Yeah, 82% of the city, white. Oh, yeah. So the diversity there is not really there. Oh, I'm sure. You yeah. see people everywhere, but it's um, very different. It's something that I had to. I can't compare to Los Angeles, so I had to open my mind and yeah. say, you know what? This is it and that's it. Yeah. I wow, feel like it, it makes you appreciate LA in different ways. Oh, 100%. Oh, for sure. 100%. I'm like, I didn't, I took a lot of things for granted. Yeah. For sure. When yeah, I yeah, traveled, yeah. When I traveled for all the dance and we did shows in all the different states across the US, that was like mind blowing to me. Like, it was so eye opening. Like, I had no idea how different it was everywhere else outside of yeah. like LA, yeah. Southern California yeah. in general. Like it's so diverse here and we grew up in it and you know, we just lived it and we're like, that's what it is. Normal. But then when you go to other states, it's like, whoa, yeah. I feel yeah. so out of place. Yeah. Especially as an Asian, I'm like, there's no other Asians. There's like, no other Asians. I'm like, no. they're staring but at the me. But the interesting <laughs> thing is they have the regular, what you call the normal life. We have a good, we have extra. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? We have like good and options. Sure, yeah. They don't. Yeah. They have the that's regular why, life. That's what and I learned. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, wow. It, uh, like, don't take it for granted. Like, the fact that we live in LA. That's why I tell Justin all the time, like, I feel like I want to raise my kids here because there's so much more opportunities yeah. and, like, mm -hmm. like, just the diversity here in general. Like, you're not so close minded here versus yeah. if you're oh, yeah, yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. Like, it's so different. The experiences, the yeah. people you get to meet. It's so many different cultures. Exactly. Mixed, mixed. Mm -hmm. That makes one big thing here. So. That was so good. Oh, that was Thanks, James. Yeah. Yeah. You're awesome. You're nice. <laughs> we miss You're awesome. Oh, no. Come visit me, please. Yes. Definitely. Like uh, all day, every day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. My nice. name's Dennis, and uh, I'm going sign? to. What? Libra. <gasps> Libra game. Yeah, I'm um, I Libra Scorpio. Boring Libra. Wait, I never knew. Yeah, Libra. I'm a bad friend. September 26th. Yeah. Am I deep in that Libra? I would, I would say so, because you're very level headed. Like, I like going to Dennis for advice because I know he's just going to be like rational about it. Less okay, I do notice that whenever I have an input, it's less emotional, more rational, even though in that moment, <laughs> Kelly's looking for an emotional response, not a logical and rational response, and uh, absorb more than I project. Yeah. It's good to know I can I have another person that I can come to. <laughs> yeah, anytime. Okay. So that was a very long introduction, but a Libra needs an introduction because we don't get enough of that. Yeah. I feel like yeah. we're looked o overlooked. Very much. Yeah. We don't get enough <laughs> Do credit for being level-headed yeah. and calm and... I feel like Libra is like one of the least recognized signs. But everybody, everybody loves knows. a Libra. <laughs> Let's just I, I say hope. nobody hates... Actually, uh -oh. I was talking to somebody about this. There's two sides to every uh sign mm. and luckily i surround myself with the good libras but i've heard there's apparently crazy libras out there but i think that's where the other aspects come into play like they're rising in the whatever asc or if they're on the ascending cusp. yeah yeah because i feel like justin and i are on the cusp and we have moments where we can be fiery 
Oh, definitely. And, and stubborn. Oh yeah, definitely. I think that's, to me, that's the Scorpio is stubborn. Mm-hmm. That's, and I know that's they say that about Taurus as well. Wait, but I have to Taurus. Me, Scorpio is more stubborn than Taurus. That's what my other sign is. So everything in my chart is a Libra, mm-hmm. and then I have Taurus, and so that's the part that I guess gets crazy. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> let's look up your co-star yeah, right no. now. <laughs> no, don't. I'm embarrassed. I only want to be a Libra. Kind of curious, but I guess you can ask Kelly what my other she would know. Sign. She, yeah, would she would definitely know, know okay. everything. Absolutely. We can consult her. Oh yeah. But okay. Uh, never. Yeah. Let's get on to the nitty gritty. Right. What is the answer to the first Okay, so I've only which, have which answers question? for maybe All three. two for sure. Number two, what purchase of $100 or less has most positively impacted your life in the last six months or recent memory and why? Back in July, I sold my lease and we decided to get a Tesla. But uh, due to... <laughs> Um, the, the Tesla de- delaying our delivery and us waiting, us wanting to wait till next year, we'd have to, sh- we now have to share a car, right? Which is a, a Civic, which is fine. <laughs> but I do have a long commute to Newport, so uh, we went on Amazon and got a little Bluetooth dongle because the car doesn't have Bluetooth. <laughs> so uh, I got that so I can listen to. Uh, the Woody Show. Podcast. The Woody literally, Show. Literally everything. And also, you know, your podcast as well. <laughs> What's the Woody Show? Oh, I'm uh, confused. It's it is pretty good. Show, okay, podcast. so. How come okay. no one's told Mini us tangent, about this? I got Dennis into the Woody I've Show. I've never really listened to podcasts until Nick said, uh, listen to the Woody and Show. I told him at Yosemite. Yeah. So, and how come this wasn't communicated well, this to the rest of us podcast? I mean, I don't know. Okay. I mean,. I'm obsessed with podcasts. The Woody Show I listen is to... very much a turn off your brain, just yeah. like veg out kind of podcast. Yeah. They're so, on all 98.7 in the morning time. Yeah. Monday through Friday from 6 to 10. And then they turn that into a podcast that you can listen to whenever. So it's that without the, all the commercials. Okay. All right. So. And it's uh, good because there's zero politics. They, yeah, that's actually They very address true. it here and there. You never ever hear it. But that's to me, is the best part about it. Because yeah. you don't hear about COVID. You don't hear about Trump. You don't hear about all yeah. this other fucking bullshit that stresses people out. Yeah. It's all, it's literally like... What else is happening in the world? Fart jokes what else? and creeps <laughs> and losers and... Yeah. yeah. It's just like a veg out yeah. podcast. And it's super awesome and satisfying and hilarious. And I recommend it with my highest esteem. Yeah, so Woody Show, Awkward Asian Girls, and then <laughs> Justin, last week, uh, Office Girls. Office ladies. Uh, oh, Office Ladies. <laughs> Sorry. Why am I just... Okay, I listen to podcasts more than I listen office to music. Don't tell Justin. Only for people that watch uh, Yeah, so I watched... I don't know if you watched The Office, no. but I love The Office. Oh, and then okay. I did not Makes know... Sense what that podcast was about until he until Justin told me so, so after that I started listening to that and I love it because every episode is a breakdown of an episode on the show of behind the scenes how it happened so it was like really cool um recommend it uh so yeah so that thing that little thing costs like 20 bucks but it's been bringing me a lot of joy. Okay, first of all, I would die without my Bluetooth in my car. Yeah. I literally freak. I won't even let Rob I connect agree. his phone to my car because <laughs> it takes what my f- I don't know what's going on, but like my yeah. It's yeah. really weird because that's the same with Austin because we have a Bluetooth in the shower, uh-huh. and I'll connect my Bluetooth to it. And if he makes a phone call while I'm in the shower, it will override and go yeah. into it. So sometimes his mom is like, hello? <laughs> What's that noise? I'm like, I just don't say anything. I'm like, uh, Austin, turn off your Bluetooth. Like, I'm literally in the shower. And your mom is like, hello? Like, why, but why does that happen? Because I'm already connected to the Bluetooth. Yeah, I, Bluetooth is weird. Yeah, that's why. Like, Bluetooth is and weird. it's I a weird tell him name. He's not allowed to subscribe to my Bluetooth in yeah. my car. I mean, honestly, it can, inter- yeah, it can interfere with. And it'll ignore my phone. Yeah. After that, so yeah, 
I agree. I understand. Yeah. So that has brought me quite a bit of joy the last <laughs> six months. So $20 purchase off of Amazon. Pretty happy. Okay. Next question. All right. So um, the third one, how, uh, how has a failure or apparent failure set you up for later success? Do you have a favorite failure of yours? Um, okay, so I don't, I guess the most recent, okay, more serious talk, the most recent talk, recent time that I felt like I had a failure was maybe when, um, so Kelly, me, her mom, and my mom all live in the same house. Uh, my mom's pretty passive, but I... Or, well, I feel like her mom and I can clash a little bit um, because we have the same personality. Where, uh, if I have opinion, it's like I, I'm pretty hard-headed. Like, this is what I believe, and she does the same thing. So, in a way, that clashes, and I feel like that could have been a failure in my part in like being a a husband to Kelly. And like I put a lot of pressure for her to be the person between me and her mom. Mm. Like there has been times where her mom does something or um, I don't agree with, but I don't say something on the spot where like me and her mom would interact. It would be like, oh, I would wait till her mom unleashes on Kelly, then Kel and then Kelly and I go upstairs, then I vent to Kelly, and then Kelly has it like, then it's like some, it's weird, cause she's like playing middleman, which is unfair. It's definitely, yeah, yeah we've spoken about this on the podcast. Very about, unfair like, roommates to her, and cause living. like, yeah. yeah, it's like, I realize it, but you know, it's it's hard to like, balance it up. Easier said than done. Yeah, because I, I, I see it. I think it's unfair. Like, I don't want to do it, but... But it's the um, easiest way sometimes. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, I don't want to, like... Overstep. Go, yeah, yeah, I don't want to overstep my boundaries and go directly, and I, I don't want to attack your mom, because at the same time, I... It's, I, I... You know, like, I love her mom, too. Like, she's... You know, I'm married to Kelly, and I love her mom, too, but... Obviously, there are things we don't agree with. That is where I most recently felt like that was a failure in my part. Maybe just like putting so much pressure on her. Because since getting married, I felt like a goal of mine was like just to find a way to get to know Kelly a little better. Um, like rethink the way the person I was and like just how I can help to like make her life easier and help her and just support her and what she does and not like and not push my whatever agenda I thought I had of what I wanted her to be before getting married, it's like, I've always pushed like, oh, why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? Like, they make a lot of money, but then I never realized like, how much teaching meant to her until, I don't know why it took us to get married for me to realize, or like, if it was actually us getting married to like, for me to switch that point of view of like, I should just, it's not about money, money. or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. not always so about money. I switched that like way of thinking of just like, I just want to support what she does. So um, any way I can try to do that, like I would try to, but I think the one roadblock for me or like the bump in that road is like, when it comes to having issues with her and her mom, just because she's has such a strong personality, it makes it hard for us to like um, 
define our own relationship. Yeah. Because we're in her house. I don't want to be disrespectful of like, I need to do this. I need to do that. This is my rule. But it's not. It's like, this is her house. Like, I respect that rule. But um, in the future, there's a potential of like, us maybe buying a place together. So that's like, it raises a little bit of anxiety for me. And I don't, I don't know. It's like a bit of failure, me trying to, wanting to fix it. I want to say it's a failure more than like an opportunity for growth. But then again, when you're like in a job and they say, this is your quote unquote opportunity for growth, but really they're talking shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, this is what you sucked at. So why don't you fix this? This is such a relatable topic especially for like immigrant families because we all live with each other like multiple generations live in the same household yeah and there's this uh uh, you know like a unspoken rule of like if you're the child you must take care of your parents right but then i don't want to bring that situation where it's like you have to choose between me or your mom like who wants to choose yeah no there's no like there's no you can't do that like so okay if that's a failure, would you say that what you have now is success because it's setting you up for success? Or are you still in the process of, like, I think it's, like, with... a process of, like, figuring out um, an in-between. Like, something where... Um, I, I think more recently, like, Kelly has spoken to her mom of, like, just calming down a little bit. Do you have a tip? For people going through that because I know multiple people going through that and yeah. I was going through that about being the person in between two people trying to communicate stuff and kind of losing yourself yeah maybe when you're in the middle of that um not the person directly in between because that's don't go to that the was basement. Kelly's role <laughs> like I don't know how she dealt with that because at a certain point she was like crying a lot and that wasn't that like wasn't fair I didn't want that for her either because she didn't know what to do right like what, what do I do like yeah I, either way it's, it's a lose-lose situation for her so I think communication definitely is key because we would talk a lot and just like express what we thought and like I would I think be open and willing to change is key if I'm if I was just as stubborn as before, I don't think it would it would yeah. be a lot harder because I would be like no, this is like the way the you know what I believe in and I'm not willing to change. But if you're you know willing to talk and communicate, I think you can at least find a medium in between of like okay this might work like let's yeah. give it a I, shot. I feel like since I've known both of you, you guys have been very much at least for me like you guys seem to communicate really well is that because i feel like i even from them telling stories about what they've gone through and this and that casually or seriously i feel like i tend to learn a lot from what they say whether they realize it or not because i feel like they have very open communication they're, they seem very Who's good they? about Kelly and Dennis. Okay, just them two, not the mom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, because like, like I mean, I, I will talk to Dennis a lot or text him a lot and ask. I feel like I tend to ask him a lot for advice because he, he seems to know a lot, and I feel like a lot of that is from experience, and he just really seems to do well in what he does. But I feel like I could give a lot of good advice, but then when I put the magnifying glass on my life, I'm like, uh, I'm completely a mess. And like, I have a theory about how things should go in my life, and I could give people that theory, but to put that into action is completely, completely different. different. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, the people you're dealing with in your life are a lot easier to deal with than the people in my life. And so I could just give you this advice and you're going to have an easy time. But if I took my own advice, it would just fail miserably. I think, yeah, like I would definitely give, um, yeah, for example, if Nick asked something, I would say, oh, well, this is what um, my experience was. And then kind of gives like 
my experience plus the facts that I know. Like, yeah. This is what I know about it, and this is what I've done. The rational um, yeah. I don't know, like, if that works for you. You know, kind of like... Yeah. You in choose theory, your own path. <laughs> I don't really... Yeah, in theory, maybe this can work for you. But I think that's why that's it's good asking advice from Dennis is because he is very... Yeah. This is what I know. This is what I have. This is what I've experienced. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Right. I don't, done and done. Like, this is where I'm at. This is what I've experienced. It's very cut and dry kind of thing. And I think I, I mean, for me personally, like, I appreciate that because it's very different from the advice that I would give because I'm very emotional. And not that he's not emotional, but it's, it's a different perspective on how he would approach the situation versus how I would. I wish I could ask you both questions right now and get your answers. Why do you wish? Why can't you? Is because I don't have a question, is? like, ready locked in, locked to know. <laughs> yeah. I don't how, think, how I, I don't think answer, I'd... And that's crazy. How we would answer it differently. Yeah, yeah, because you're both Libras. That's true. But supposedly you give different answers. So well, how I is think this? Kelly says I don't have emotions, so I'm like a robot. So I, I just spit facts. So uh, maybe you don't <laughs> makes have a little different. Yeah. As far as responses, like it's very like uh, it kind of is though. Yeah, it's just very is factual, like different on how we approach stuff. But that's like I, you know, like I've mentioned. That's why I like asking him about stuff because I the know it's very different than how I would. But I'm a very like everything is in the gray area type of person. So if somebody was to give me like a cut and dry sort of answer, I think I would have too many questions. I mean, like, what I, about I, this? What I, about I, that? Uh, <laughs> Like, are you sure this is the answer? <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, what's and your, like, I, I don't know. How, uh, that's how I am with him. I, I feel like I text him back a lot where I'm like, really? Are you sure? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know what that means. Can you expand? Like, maybe that that's fine, is, Maybe that's why it works. Because it enables you to go deeper into, like, your own psyche what you know whereas somebody that is emotional will get will project their emotions onto you which leaves no room for you to explore your own mind exactly. and so it's not just dennis stevie all of the fucking sudden you want to come Soju in here poppy is finally here oh, we're on recording my bad <laughs> no bye <laughs> no poppy. no my thought was pretty much done <laughs> probably best because I'm about to go into a stupid tangent but that's pretty cool that that um, dynamic works <laughs> I think it does yeah. yeah it is your bad for not being here the whole time someone said to leave Huh? No one said that. Someone wanted me to leave. <laughs> That's what you keep telling people, no but no one asks them. Literally, no one said that. <laughs> I just hate Someone told me to leave. Okay. Yeah, yourself. Yeah, exactly. Don't blame it on anyone else. We got what we needed, Dennis. I'm just kidding. Play the tapes we'll back. Play it back. Play it back. Show me it's the fine. receipts. Yeah. I swear someone said, Steve, get out. Yeah. No, I think we, exactly I think we answered it. We, answered, we did all, answer the we two questions. We answered all the two questions that are did. necessary. Yes. Oh. 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 Sorry. The, the other question was Stevie's question, and I told him it wasn't a good say, question. Yeah, he did say that was his question. I am answering two and three. Everybody who was fun answered that question. I don't have to be fun. Yeah, we have a rational person and in I'm here. I'm not, and I don't feel uh, cool. pressure. Are you Whatever. dissing? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Dennis right now? I am. Dennis, this is the time to be open. He was open. I was pretty open. Kelly, this is the time that Dennis was supposed to be open. Okay, was I open? Yes. Thank you. No, you you're fantastic. picking the you wrong. You missed it. Libras unite. Justin always is going to disagree. Thank you, Dennis. Oh, that's not true. Play a replay. Good job, Dennis. I'm not even really sure it is true. I have more questions, but Justin, we have to ask on another this podcast. This will be the 10, I think. Justin has only agreed with me on sports. That's literally <laughs> it. <laughs> you're a Laker fan. Yeah. This is unnecessary <laughs> sports talk. Okay, bye. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> My name is Christian Bueno. Wait, do you know who? 
the questions answering are... several questions for you today <laughs> so formal <laughs> um here you can okay you look at them? we will we will do this so you can do one or all three or two <laughs> oh hello soju puppy <laughs> okay so the question is What's something that your partner does sexually that you're very thankful for or that you wish they would do more? Hmm. Interesting question. I would like to answer that question. And the answer is... So I think that's a funny question because it says your partner. But in my case, and Jake's case, we have several partners sometimes. So... This so is the partners. So I think I'm just gonna broadly answer okay. this question. And uh, okay, how do I answer this? <laughs> um, okay, I will say that usually I'm the bottom. Okay, so I don't. Steve, I don't know this TMI. <laughs> but his question, so he needs to be okay. Here. But um, but the funny thing is, I like when they allow me to be more of the dominant one. Huh. And it, and I think it's more of like they don't expect it when it happens, and I like that they allow it to happen because it, it's so unexpected that like. Usually, like the they tops definite. are the dominant one, but then, like, when I turn it around on them, yeah, they don't expect it. And you can tell, like, it's like, is this something that happens often? No, not often. No, I wouldn't no, you say try to, you don't try to no, try I don't, to I don't say it happens often, but like, when, like, yeah, when they allow me to be the person in control, is I like that, but it has to be unexpected. I don't like when they're like, can you yeah. do this? And I'm like, oh, that's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't ask me to do that. <laughs> no, I, I, I relate to that, yeah. You know, it's better when it's spontaneous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that takes away the dominant aspect of it if they're asking you to be dominant. Yeah, because like, then it's more like... Like, I'm yeah, only dominant because you told me to, so Exactly, no. exactly. So, that answers that question. <laughs> Right. Um, and then, wait, what's the second one? Oh, the $100 one. Oh, it moved. The $100 one. Um, $100 or less that changed, this has changed my life or like... Has most positively impacted your life. <laughs> this is gonna sound really dumb, but... <laughs> I bought this, like, um... I don't know, it's like a pitcher. <laughs> it's it's a cold... It's, a, it's a cold brew brewing pitcher. That was like 50 bucks. And it honestly changed my life because I'm just excited to use it all the time. Okay, okay, one, okay, I'm excited to use it. Two, it's reusable, so I don't have to constantly buy like filters to brew right. cold brew. And I feel like obviously that's better for the environment, yeah. right? Because I would literally buy like maybe like 30 that I would go through in like a month, or, like one a day. Kind of. No, I, I relate to that too because I just started doing cold brew. Yeah, so like and the, the filters it yeah. It adds yeah. up. It adds up. I'm already right. having anxiety about having to buy new filters. Yeah, so it not only changed my life because I was saving money, but it's I'm changing the world. You don't have to look at me like I'm judging Like <laughs> I'm just saying You can't call me Captain Planet at this point because I'm good for the I environment. Won't, but thank you. Thank you for allowing me to do that. Yes. All so right. it might sound dumb, but I, yeah, that. And then the last question about like a proud failure or something like that, right? I feel like you answered that in the first I did. I did answer it, so, but I will reiterate this yes. very quickly. So something that I failed in that I'm very proud of that helped me or set me up for success is the first... I, I successfully did a two coding boot camps, but... The first coding boot camp that I graduated from, I failed in finding a job after I did it. So it was very like disappointing and like gut wrenching and I don't know the right word, but it like 
didn't make me motivated to want to pursue what I wanted to pursue for a long time. However, it set me up for success in the future because when I went and finished my second boot camp, I knew the reasons why I failed and I focused on improving all of those things. So, crazy enough, when I finished my second boot camp, literally the day I graduated was the day LA County announced the lockdown for the pandemic. Yeah. So I was freaking out because I'm like, people are not going to hire right now, yeah. right? Um, but I shockingly just, you know, did what I could. I learned from my past mistakes on not finding a job and I found one a month later. And now I'm starting a new job on Monday. What? Yeah. I, I accepted an offer last week. At a com from a company that's based in San Francisco, a tech company, but it's 100% remote. It's like over over 30% increase in salary for me. We have like insane benefits, like stock options, and we get two Fridays off a month just because they want to give us extra days off. Okay. Um, we have unlimited PTO. Oh my goodness. Like, we can just take time off whenever we want. It's crazy. So I'm really excited. Yeah. yeah. So I think that one failure really, like, pushed me to think about how I approach a lot of um, career-related decisions, which was crazy. But yeah. it all worked out in the end. Life surprises you. I wouldn't, like, if I was in your shoes, I would never expect, especially during the pandemic. I mean, mm -hmm. if you guys want to hear yeah. the full story in full detail, please... Go listen to episode one of our podcast because he tells his whole story about finding a job a lot, in the pandemic. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> Good stuff. But yeah. thank you but thank and you congrats. Thank you for listening. Yes. yes, thank you. I'm so excited. Alrighty. Ciao. Thanks again for listening, friendos. Thank you for your patience on this episode. Yeah, and we'll see you next time. Rate us five stars.